Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. Episode number 66 is coming your way very soon. In this episode, I am joined by Matt Stallone, who you might have remembered has been on this show before. We did discuss supplements in the business world back then, and it's not that I'm running out of guests, it's just that Matt has literally been one of the busiest individuals during COVID and has had an amazing 2020 when it comes to NPD and some awesome innovation. Matt has even ventured into building a new brand called Flexible Foods, which is all about plant-based meals. I'm really keen to see how this goes. And in this episode, Matt just talks about this new venture, more about growing a business, his mindset and everything else in between. It's always good to have him on the show. Might even get him back again next year because I'm sure we just can't stop this guy. Before I finish, I just want to do a huge shout out to our main sponsor, Huff and Puff Pork Crackle, which is made here right in Australia. So please help support this brand as well. And they, the support these guys do is incredible because it helps keep this podcast going. So for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of Matt Stallone and Flexible Foods. Huff and Puff Pork Crackle is Australian owned and made right here from 100% real Australian pork. Hand fried and available in a range of flavors, the tasty crunch is hard to resist. Right, welcome back to the show, Mr. Stallone. Matt Stallone here, who has been on the show previously where you dropped some crazy knowledge bombs and you've been a busy bloke recently, Matt. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back, mate. <laughs> ah, thank you. We were literally just saying the first time that you were on the show, um, you probably had an audience of myself and my mum because you were <laughs> one of the, the first um, guests on the show that kindly said you'd support uh, the show and as I was saying, we're, we're growing now and we're hitting around about 2,000 listeners each episode from a unique uh, download perspective. And that's the only ones that we know of. So, may I appreciate your initial support and how are you doing? Well, um, firstly, that's that's awesome, Ben. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your podcast anyway from the, from the get-go. So, um, it's really nice to hear how much it's grown and, you know, the industry's got behind and people are listening. And for me also, like, I've had – I still get messages from people that listen to that first episode and, yeah. you know, just – Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and, you know, like, get really motivated by it. So, it's, it's great. It's really awesome to have that, you know, have you have this platform for people to speak about what they're doing and where they're yeah. at and – exciting really motivated it was a funny episode I, w- I w- yeah I'd, prob- I'd probably say uh to the people listening to this like listen to this episode first don't get me wrong um but i would actually go back to the start and listen to matt's first episode because i actually i think i was in tears at one point uh with laughter um so it was a, it was a pretty funny episode so um <laughs> Definitely, if anyone's feeling low or wants to know about the supplement world um, and Matt's background, then yeah, definitely check uh, that episode out. But Matt, you've probably been one of the busiest guys in the industry over the last, I would say, 12 months. Um, All I'm seeing from you and the guys on your team is product development, new lines, and just smashing the innovation out. What's been going on? Like literally, uh, 
<laughs> you must be ready for a holiday, but we, you can't really go anywhere, really, can you? Yeah, exactly. I'm stuck and chained to my desk at the moment. <laughs> um, um, about 12 months ago, I just I had a lot of goals, you know, sitting in front of me, and um, I just decided to go hyper focus and just go hard and uh, put on a couple of more staff around me that could help me because I always feel like I um, things get bottlenecked. You know, with innovation and ideas and yeah. things, they always bottleneck it, you know, quality or MPD. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not anyone listening that's in quality. But <laughs> <laughs> I think they know it themselves. I think I think that's why they go into that role, don't they? <laughs> uh, no, I um yeah, and, and I just become really frustrated because I, I, I constantly have ideas. Um so, you know, for me, it was a lack of resources, really, I realized at the end of the day that I was mm. kind of suffering from. So put a few more people on around me that, you know, are smarter than me um, and more experienced <laughs> than me, I would say, and, and brought some of these ideas to life. So, yeah, like I said, um, I, had this, I had this vision for uh, a plant-based uh, meat substitute or alternative um, for a few years now, um, being, yeah. being a flexitarian myself. Um, and growing up a vegetarian and, and slowly introducing meat into my life in my late 20s, um, mm. I should say. Um, yeah, so I, that was one thing that we've kind of, and we can obviously chat about that, but Flexible Foods, um, we created a, a brand called Flexible Foods, which is, yeah, a plant-based meat alternative business and kind of flipping things on its head. The idea is to look at traditional, conventional sort of fast, ready-made meals and quick just add water sort of products um, yeah. and make them more health conscious and look at them from that allergen free sort of category as well. So, you know, um, taking things like, you know, soy out of the equation and um, nut tree nuts and dairy and things like that and also being yeah. plant-based and focusing purely on plant-based nutrition. So um, That's unbelievable. Well, it looks great. And I saw that you went to production, was it last week? Uh, and was smashing that off the production line. And it, the branding looks fantastic, to be honest. It's, it is actually a, a point of difference anyway. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago now, it's been, uh, the reception for it's been insane because there's, there's really nothing like it on the market. Yeah. You know? um, shelf stable, just add water, ready in five minutes, uh, um, plant-based mints where you have no soy or no gluten or wheat protein is pretty, but there's nothing like it on the market. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, and is that being made in, because you moved, well, you you went to a bigger factory, which was just to add to the top of your workload. Yeah. Was this line put in solely for kind of your vision of growing into this area or did you have to adapt kind of your current machinery in the factory? Yeah, absolutely was. Um, because like I've had a lot of fun in sports nutrition, and you know I still enjoy mm. health supplements, and you know that's our bread and butter, something I'm very passionate about. But for me, I've always wanted to create food, and I've always wanted to change the way people eat and um, feed people. You know, obviously, especially the fact that I've got a you know now 16 year old who um, wow <laughs> in itself. But you know, like I'm a very conscious consumer. And for me, it's always been frustrating shopping in Woolies and Coles and all those traditional places to buy sort of health-conscious meals and, you know, even down to cereal. Um, yep. So I've always wanted to make an impact in this world. And this for me, like, honestly, is like I'm, I'm so excited about it because I can finally 
move away from just being sports nutrition and yeah it's very exciting times for us that's awesome that's awesome and how's how's the intake been so far from just like the initial production do you have kind of um retailers asking about it and kind of uh stop going out yeah it um like in all honesty we had I pitched it out there about six months ago, right? Um, yeah, right. And we had a lot of people kind of be interested, but, you know, we didn't have much to show them. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was like, you know, just watch this space, watch this space. And then about three months ago, I kind of, we put together the pitch and the presentation and we had product to show. And um, we kind of already had an idea of our first sort of production run and, you know, we kind of forecasted very conservatively, um, which, but the reception was insane for us so in the first week of actually taking pre-sales we sold forty-five thousand units jesus good effort and and that was based on our distributors and partners in retail just in my connections not not those big markets so we're not even not even coles or woolies just those small independent groceries and health food stores that have supported us with all our other brands as well and having those good connections um which is insane for us. So we kind of went into meltdown, actually. We didn't have, we didn't have the packaging. We're like, oh my god, what's going to happen? <laughs> we keep getting more and more pre-sales. Um, you might, we might have to double these these purchase orders with you, and and that was sort of um, very exciting. But it kind of put us into a spin, and at the same time, COVID, which is just the worst time to get packaging and some raw material. Yep shortages with so much so we've yeah, it's been very painful and challenging but you know nothing nothing that we haven't experienced before so and we and fortunately enough we've, had, we've got so many great partnerships and relationships in the industry people have people are helping us with this brand in particular because they can see the growth already with it so yeah it's been exciting oh. That's fantastic. Well, I think I'm, I'm following on Instagram and uh, yeah, I've been following. I even remember when you were posting, this would probably been six months ago about the artwork kind of, yeah. and that's what I was loving. Like you were trying to get people's feedback, which logo looks better. And it's it's been amazing to see the progression from a distance. Um, so that that's amazing. I just love that every time I go into a health and independent store, it is like the Matt Stallone show really. And so you've got, <laughs> <laughs> you've got I, always, I always look going, shit yeah look at that he's there he's there he's there i was like fantastic good effort but like like you've been saying over the last couple of weeks on your instagram like you you've got all this the great range but you also have uh some haters uh which i always find funny because they just pop up everywhere don't they yeah they do. <laughs> I find, I find, honestly mate like i find it really um it's unusual and i don't know whether other countries are the same like this whole tall poppy syndrome but you know um especially what I do and where I'm at and how I feel with people, you know, in the industry, it's like no one, I think there's a lot of people that encourage each other and motivate each other and get inspired, but there is a lot of people out there that they really, um, yeah, they get threatened and insecure about what others are doing and they don't kind of focus on themselves and their journey and their vision. And it's so true. And they get really salty about it. And I've never been like that myself. Like I've always been, I'm, I'm I'm first to give high fives. Like I love seeing people grow and, create things and you know achieve whatever their goals are um even if that means getting out of bed in the morning that's awesome for some people so yeah yeah well you keep you keep going pal because i know i'm I'm absolutely loving what you're doing and i wanted to touch base and you mentioned it 
literally launching a, a new brand during COVID. And how has that been from a business point of view? And also, like, you 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 do the full end to end, like you do the the manufacturing side, and you've also got your online platform. Like mm. I know I've bought uh, your protein powder, and you, literally I've seen your facility, and it's you know where it's made. I know like literally the full end to end. How's been online? How's the online sales been? And are you glad you're probably one of the first movers in that space from a from a FMCG point? Really, to be honest, um, what's been the uptake there? One word, insane. Yeah, right. I, I, mate, I, and like you said, we're, we're really fortunate. We saw the digital ages. I, I, you look on my LinkedIn, I was saying it two or three years ago. I actually wrote a post three years, I think it was two years ago. I said, anyone that hasn't got e-commerce, you may as well be digging a hole for yourself right now. I remember seeing that post. <laughs> I get it about three months ago and I was like, did anyone listen to my advice here? So, <laughs> um, oh, look, we, we kind of saw that. No, I didn't see COVID coming in, no one did, but I, I saw that digital age coming in. I think everyone had. Um, and, you know, some of those bigger, bigger, heavier companies probably haven't been so agile and jumped on it where they probably should have. So for us, we already had that, the skeletons there. And, you know, six months ago, I kind of, I, I, I said to our team, like, we really need to start ramping up online anyway and just start focusing on this space more and more and doing cooler things on there and trying to, be a little bit more unique in what we're offering. And um, then obviously COVID hit and shut down a lot of our sort of traditional distribution channels, like obviously retail yeah. suffered a fair bit. Um, and all the consumers basically pivoted straight to e-com. Um, and at the same time for us, we we were heavy in it. Um, and we went, like, I'm not lying, I think we've quadrupled our online revenue. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the retention as well. So we've just been focusing on, you know, and we've always been focused on service and, and great products. So I don't know, I think everyone says that really, but do they really? But we, yeah, no, everyone always has it in. It's like, well, I hope you are uh, because that's you're called running a business. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like I, I just want to create a, a space for the, the customers to have fun and feel engaged with our business and our brands and um, and feel like they, you know, building brand loyalty is extremely hard to do. Yeah. Um, and especially in sports supplements where you're literally fighting over a dollar. Um, you've got those, some of those other, you know, direct to consumer brands that are vertically integrated who are selling products half the price and yeah. whether they're quality or not, that's another question. But um and it's not throwing shade at anyone in particular. I'm just saying, like, you go on eBay, you know, yeah. I, don't, you, I would be scared to buy on eBay, to be honest. Oh, it, it, yeah, when you look at stuff like that and and knowing, like, you look at farmer's markets and you look at health and independence up into a point of view where quality systems have to come into play and people are actually doing the due diligence and you actually have to meet certain requirements there's some shocking stuff that goes on. You're just like, what What are you putting in that bag? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess for us, yeah, COVID, COVID has been a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know, we started the year really scary. It was quiet. January is very quiet for us. And it's usually a very busy period because, you know, news resolutions, um, we see people wanting to get fit. So they start buying supplements again. And you know, we weren't sitting around twiddling our thumbs, but I was sort of sitting there going, oh, what's going on? This is odd. And then COVID, mm. and I, I, 
you know, I sat around with everyone and said, oh, what's our plan B here? Like, this could be catastrophic for our business. Um, but yeah, like I said, 360, we had a lot of new kind of business leads as well, where people were um, wanting to straight pack, down pack certain ingredients and make immune formulas and all sorts of stuff. So kind of, and then our own brands with our e-com just sort of blew up. So we, we've been hectic busy with and, and putting on stuff when people are letting people go. So crazy times. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, it's funny because I was actually um, for the full-time job, uh, as you know, like looking into innovation and kind of next trends and growing kind of um, other offerings that are, that are on the shelf. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm keen to work on desserts and I'm playing in like the dessert space. I won't go into too much detail of like what I'm looking for so that those little sneaky people listening to kind of go jump on top of it. Um, but it was funny because I was uh, searching desserts all last week and this week. Mm. And again, like you, I can't get rid of you. Like you're, you're, you, you popped up with your protein custard. And I looked at that and I was like, this looks like it's so simple yeah. and no offense. Like you look at it and go, why has no one done that sooner? <laughs> and then you look at you and you go like, tell us about that product because that doesn't fall under flexible foods. Does it, that falls under the, botan- is that the botanical blends range? Yeah. The, um, so the custard, uh, you, you know, you probably know this and a lot of people might know this, that- Casein custard has been around forever, protein custard. Um, well, you know, products that call, yeah. call themselves like a protein-rich custard using micellar casein. Um, you know, I think 10 years ago there was a brand, I can't remember the brand, but they were doing they were doing really well for a while with it. And there's a couple other brands that do it as well. Um, mm. And we've seen, you know, a lot of people do traditionally, they want to have a healthy sort of feel like they're having a ritualistic, healthy sort of snack dessert meal. Um and for me, obviously, casein in particular is quite intense on the guts. Um, oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for those that are obviously vegan or, or, or avoiding um, dairy and all those sort of things, I thought, you know, we could create something that is fairly unique. And there's been, there's other products in the market that are mm. uh, vegan custard powders and things like that. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily, we tasted a few of them and I wouldn't necessarily say that they're, delicious correct um, <laughs> so you know my idea was to create a you know a, a ritualistic sort of product where you're, you're having a dessert and you're feeling sort of that cheeky sort of having that little cheeky treat but not not feeling like you're really pushing yourselves although it's quite calorie rich um the you know i think there's like 339 calories for a serving which is huge but a lot of coconut milk powder milk well, fat yeah right really high in fat so people are keto awesome product as well um but yeah this the, the, the um vegan protein custard the most unique part about it is the fact that we're using australian fava bean protein australian grown and i think we are the first to use it uh in australia in this product is that true so did you go with scalzo's favor bean protein for that yeah, yeah. Ah, I didn't know. I didn't know if it was the Australian one or imported one. So that's that's a nice little uh, nice little thing that I didn't know, and a, a plug for the uh, the APP protein. That's fantastic. They know all about it. They're, they're, we're one of their um, their first to to trial it and use it and play around with it. So uh, ah, then yeah. that is nice. That, so then does that because I came to see you last year, which was fantastic. Um, 
and I guess from that then that was the development from that um, when you met Nigel, Correct. which is great. So there you go, a year in the making that product's been. Like, yeah, and that and that just proves to people like products do take time. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, good things don't come overnight, do they? Really? We, I think I tasted, I reckon, thirty to forty batches um, of yeah before I felt like we could put our name to it. It was very hard. It's actually a really challenging product to create. Um, I bet. And using the fava bean protein, it, we trialed so many different uh, variants of proteins in it, you know, obviously using traditional pea. Um, fava bean was always a challenge for us and more so the fact that price point, it's, it is a little bit more expensive to use, but mm. in terms of sensory, mouthfeel, taste, texture, and protein per serve as well, um, it ended up being the best solution to our to our issues so and and everyone wants australian made australian grown so for me oh huge yeah even more stuff yeah that's right um and we're going to continue to use australian grown products like that's that's what i want to do and consumers want it more and that's what we yeah it's just challenging always because you know it's like um some of this stuff's not grown here and yeah correct you know there's not industries that create these sort of like amino acids another great example of that you tell me an australian manufactured amino acids i'll be buying tons of it it just doesn't happen <laughs> it's so true is i remember um, my wife's grandma post like literally when covid kicked off and everyone starts uh sharing posts on facebook and it was like let's stop importing everything and just go australian and i and i, I was like oh i was like guess you're not going to have your coffee anymore. I guess you're not going to have any chocolate anymore. And, and she was like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't mean no, that or that. And I'm like going, <laughs> I was like, uh, we do need some certain stuffing to, to be imported. So um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe stop sharing all that stuff, love. <laughs> and I do want to educate consumers on that because there, there, are, there are definitely brands out there that are kind of marketing that message that, you know, Australian made, Australian owned support. And, and consumers think that we can we can do everything here in australia and it's just not it's not possible yeah it's not correct. feasible for brands or businesses to do that or alternatives yeah, sometimes you got to look overseas and it doesn't things overseas don't necessarily mean they're bad and you know at the end of the day too you still got distributors and, and australian businesses using these raw materials so you are still supporting the australian economy um correct but you know like it still works but i i understand that message too so yeah oh 100% like I've I've worked with Chinese suppliers Mm. and yeah they get they get a bad rap uh every now and then and especially Mm. 2020 but some of them have been fantastic and actually like I look at them going you're a fantastic supplier to deal with your product's fantastic the the certifications are there but then yeah they're they they do get a bad rap and 100% with the support Australian but then you your product will be 20 times the cost if you can get that product. And it, it then goes to the whole place where people go, oh, buy Australian. And then if it's an extra dollar or $2 more expensive, they never do. So it's like, well, <laughs> you've just let yourself down there from the people who are who are moaning about it. Yeah, that's right. The same could be said so. for the organic industry as well, which is frustrating. Um, yeah, that's, know. that's another different, yeah, that's another yeah. kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to I want to touch on because yes, you're the founder of Integrity Foods, Botanical Blends, and now Flexible Foods. Mm. Uh, you're, you're, and you mentioned it before around the supplement space. Yeah, 
Are you noticing anything changing this year regarding that? I know gyms have been closed for the majority of it, which is a bit annoying, but in the big scheme of things, um, it's a small sacrifice. But are you noticing that people are, are shifting kind of the type of supplements that they're going for or a trend in new kind of ingredients? What are you seeing in that space? Yeah, uh, definitely seeing a trend in anything immune. Um, it kind of was really a buzzword three months ago and mm. everyone was trying to do it. But I, again, like I think that's just people trying to jump on while they could and opportunistic as you do yeah. it. But I think almost feel like that train sort of gone already um i do see a lot of sort of sleep and calm and relaxing stuff going on at the moment anything buzzwords any ingredients that um you know will help with those sort of things people are trying to fortify or put them in different subs most definitely i saw a product the other day we were doing it was like a they're marketing it as shred while you sleep and i know like (laughs) but you know like It's just, it's just laughable. It's, it's, I give them credit I, and I kind of feel sorry for the people that buy it. <laughs> I do too, mate. Too, I really do. Um, it's pretty crazy. Some of the claims that some of the brands are making and, you know, even down to the ingredients that are being used in some of these formulas, it's, it is crazy. Um, and so hopefully the TGA is just in so they can start looking around a little bit more. Um, but going back, going back to the trend, nootropic as well, um, you know, biohacking medicinal mushrooms anything with medicinal mushrooms in it seems to be a real big thing too at the moment um and for me convenient snacks just add water so yeah. you know healthy little treats you know baked yeah. dishes, they're all kind of buzzing for us at the moment as well we're doing a lot of that in you know the r&d sort of space that's impressive well i I'm I'm just loving your videos that you're posting out with, uh, yeah, literally different products and different products coming out of your production site. I know that you've uh, you mentioned that yeah you're probably due for a rest, but I know what you're like and you probably won't. Um, but what does the rest of the year look like for you in terms of yeah a business kind of? Are you just going to be hammering all this MPD now out and trying to trying to get some um, some dollars back in the bank from the amount that's probably been going out through MPD and um, packaging, et cetera. So what's the plan of action for 2020? I've got, mate, I've got some, still got some big goals that we're kind of trying to get to at the moment. Uh, For me, partnerships. So um, what I really want to do is uh, value add and add, add more to our sort of repertoire of things that we can offer for our contract customers Uh, in particular snacks going down this snack line so cookies and bars are really hot topic for me um we're just about to launch our botanica our vegan protein bar um which is completely date free and brown rice syrup free very low carb so you're gonna get five grams carb which is pretty unique in the in the um the plant-based bar game where most of them have 15 to 20 grams of carbs yeah heaps of dates and, you know, everyone knows why people put dates in their bars. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that that for me is something that I'm, I'm really excited about and a lot of trial and errors happened into that. Um, so we've kind of partnered with a, a another small manufacturer as well um, where we will be working together and offering people that as a contract service as well. Oh, cool. That's really exciting. Um, and next will be cookies in the same space doing that. 
Um, cookies will be kind of later in the year. Um, and, and continuing to kind of focus on efficiencies in our own production lines. So, you know, on our plant here, we, there's always things to do. Um, so we, we are very much invested in that. And just so we can add more capabilities and, and offer, you know, more to our customers more than anything. Uh, and then we've got flexible foods. So flexible foods, you know, the end goal really for me is to have uh, fresh meals, ready-to-go meals. Yeah, um, right. Fantastic. That's kind of where I want to get to. And we've just we've finalised our um, – we've got a pasture and sauce range coming out. Um, and that's going to happen in October in the flexible foods range and all plant-based as well and gluten-free and dairy-free. That's pretty exciting. And, That's yeah, amazing. Christmas, I'm really hoping that I can go somewhere and just switch off for four weeks. It'd be really good. Yeah. It's just it, it's just amazing that you've you've turned 2020, which has been uh, just a crazy year. But from a food and FMCG point, like a lot of brands and businesses have kind of just put things on hold and kind of gone, oh, we'll see how it is and we'll come back to you when we know what's going on. Whereas you've actually taken the the bull by the horns and have just literally drove through the wall and just created all these phenomenal products that I, I everyone who's listening like please check out like I'll send all the websites that Matt currently runs and the new stuff in the in the notes but hopefully what I'm sensing is you're probably six months ahead of kind of everyone else which. I, I can only see it paying off because not only are they great products with great call-outs, um, but they're all on trend as well. And I think that's such a massive difference of what you've done. So great work to you and your team. Like, I know that you guys are always forward thinkers. And for me, it's um, the last question that I want to ask is, like, how do you how do you go from a business perspective? Like you've got all these kind of cogs all moving and you were just saying about a different production line like how how are you going in yourself from a business perspective going shit like this is this is fucking getting big here but um how how do you deal with that that's a really good question man i don't know how thank you (laughs) uh oh yeah look i'll I'll be honest man it's um it's really overwhelming at times Mm. thankfully for me and I, i purely there's only one thing that makes helps me sleep at night right now and that's everyone around me like I, I, I can't knock the people that are around me right now in my life, in my business in particular. Um, if it wasn't for those guys, obviously I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff, but they're, they're highly supportive. I've got people here that would do, they, they'll, they stay back. They'll come in on a weekend. They'll, they'll, they do things out of, just go out of their way to be a part of what we're doing. And yeah, look, they're, they're the support and that's what it comes down to for me it's the support um it's if without that yeah i would be struggling yeah i have lately been kind of looking at that future what's the next three years look like for for me personally but also for mm. businesses and um you know i kind of i don't know whether what what what, it, what we've got what it takes to get to that next level but we are wanting to go distribution export especially with botanica blends um yeah we've been we've had door knocks for so long and i've always been scared because i don't want to open that the floodgates um you know we, we struggle sometimes to keep up with the domestic demand so yeah. in that door so you know like maybe that means for us in the future having um you know a partnership or 
you know, someone, someone that's got that experience in infrastructure, you know, maybe we do some sort of a, a joint venture together to bring it to the next level. Um, I'm sort of just throwing things around right now. and I'm That's fantastic. Because you, you, you were one of the um, few Australian brands that went over to Expo West, though, that which was not this year, the year before. Um, and, yeah, you kind of was, – was that kind of just dipping your toe in the water to sense what that market was like there and then? Yeah, we had um, – I went there the previous year as well, and we had some conversations with distributors over there. And um, I kind of told them what I was going to be doing mm-hmm. – Botanic and showed him some concepts and, you know, said, you know, come back when you're ready sort of thing. So I came back because I was ready. And then um, they were like, all right, let's go. And then I got back home and kind of had a meltdown about that whole thing. Because yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work for anyone that hasn't gone over there and understood the distribution and how it works and brokers and East Coast, West Coast and all those big things. Oh. It's insane. Um, so for me, I kind of I felt really overwhelmed with that. Uh, but yeah, most definitely Expo West and getting over there was doing all my research and, you know, I think I'm more prepared than ever to do it now. Um, and hence why we're investing more in that infrastructure so we can keep up. Um, that's amazing. That's where I want to go, for sure. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again, Matt. Like I always enjoy it. It just feels like a normal phone call with, uh, <laughs> with you, to be honest. So it's, so everyone, uh, hopefully has taken some knowledge bombs and also just seen, light of what an Australian business is going through and more so an Australian business that is is just driving ahead and please check out Matt's range as I say I'll send the link so that people can click through but it's uh as Matt knows like I moved to a plant-based diet nearly coming on two years just over two years and I'm, I'm still taking your protein powders like not so much at the moment because uh, the old uh, exercise routine has just turned to the odd run in the morning, but yeah. absolute quality stuff, really great brands. And Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again. And I look forward to the to the next edition. Welcome to chat to you, like always, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. No worries.